kind of a model, like a 1920s model kind of showing mm-hmm. up. And this gigantic condenser. And it's actually, just to kind of put in perspective how long ago this is, the nickname comes from the it's the the USS Monitor, like a Civil War ironclad. And so people in the 1920s who still had living memory of that, see, like the silhouette of it, it had this kind of hockey puck shaped, what? I guess, turret on top. And so, yeah, this so it's such a reminder. Oh, that's just like a hopscotching back through time. Totally. Like that's a really wild. long time ago. And it was like, you know, the, the early ads for these things are like, you know, you can go away for the weekend. It doesn't require oiling, like all these things that are like, oh, great. I can so it's a pet, basically. Exactly. It's like having a dog, like it's like, you know, <laughs> having a fridge. But I mean, imagine the alternative, not having a fridge. I right. mean, it's made, right? So even if you have to oil it, whatever, I mean, that's it sounds crazy. But so then everything essentially grinds to a halt during World War II. And many of the companies that, because we didn't sort of have the same permanent industrial complex, kind of military industrial complex that we do now, that had to be sort of scaled up overnight in 1941. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies um, stopped making vacuum cleaners and uh, stoves and, and so on and started making um, supplies for, for war. And you could sort of buy war bonds through, you know, Hoover or something and say like, you know, at the end of the war, you can sort of, you know, buy yourself a new vacuum cleaner. Or there's a wonderful kind of um, blueprint ad from Hot Point that shows your kind of after the, the war ends dream kitchen. This idea that, you know, that there's all these, there's going to be all this new housing built and you can access it and it's going to be fabulous and you'll have, you know, hot and cold running services and it's great. So that was kind of the very, very beginning of the kind of post-war dream kitchen. And they were just teasing it. Just yes. sort of like they totally. had the idea ready. It's fascinating because I think of this as sort of like um, the market meeting demand, but the way mm-hmm. you're describing it, it's a lot more like they were just waiting for the moment when they could hook people on this. Right. Well, I think it was both. I mean, I think honestly, it was really going back to like the 19 sort of teens and 20s, there were, um, you know, lots of home economists, people like Christine Frederick, who were kind of studying the science of sort of operational efficiency in factories and saying, like, how can we apply this to the, the kitchen to reduce steps? And, you know, cause, so a, a lot of the marketing things for um, the very early stages of this in the 1920s and 30s talked about step saving and how it would save your beauty as a woman. Like it would sort of prevent <laughs> you from becoming like prematurely aged and haggard to like not have to walk back and forth between, you know, it is, there, there are pretty now a lot we're of all them. wearing 